0: This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate.
1: As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yeah, Sheikh Muslim, how are you doing?
0: Wa alaykum as-salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillahi ala kulli hal. We thank Allah upon all conditions. Alhamdulillah. As-salamu
1: alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Sheikh, we need to ask you the uh, situation we see in Syria, especially uh, in Aleppo, in the last couple of weeks. We know it's been going on for several years, but we've left our eyes out, out of that area. Now we are focusing against the Muslim communities coming back again. What advice do you have for our brothers and sisters and how we should be acting towards our brothers and sisters, especially in this latest crisis that we, we know about?
0: Bismillah uh, Alhamdulillah. was salatu salamu ala Rasulullah wa ala alihi wa as-habihi Indeed, it is a very, very... Uh, great uh, or should I say important matter it is something that is close to the hearts of all those who believe because Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam has indeed instructed us uh, about the relationship that we should be having with one another that we are like a single body and each time or at any time when any organ of the body is in pain then the entire body should be feeling that pain and at least we should be Uh, Reaching out in one way or another Trying to help and assist in whatever way possible I think what we tend to forget as a Muslim ummah Is the solutions that are provided by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, such that they begin with ourselves, you know it starts with me, it starts with myself improving myself, and a lot of the Muslimin actually don 't think that that is a part of the solution, so many of us try to look at solutions by maybe doing something that we think would alleviate their suffering without us having changed anything uh, regarding our own little lives that we 're leading, so perhaps a person in the in the nightclub might decide, you know what. I'm going to donate 10 pounds and that's that's good enough. Yes, you did a good deed. MashaAllah, you donated something or you might have made a dua for them. You might have made a dua for them which is excellent. But what you need to realize is if you were to get out of that nightclub, step out and promise Allah, I'm never going to go back, it would have a far bigger impact in the lives of those who are struggling across the globe. And this is taken from the verse of the Quran, Inna اللَّهَ la yughayru. Allah will not change the plight of a nation until each individual changes himself or herself. So, this is step number one. Every one of us needs to seek the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Nuh alayhi salatu salam makes mention of uh, some of the aspects of positive impact of istighfar. And, uh, you know, he, he makes mention of. How he says, I said to them, seek the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for indeed He is most forgiving. And then he will do so much for you as a result of this seeking of forgiveness. And one of the things is, by seeking forgiveness, you've improved yourself. If everyone seeks forgiveness and improves themselves, the condition of the ummah then improves. So I'd like to actually encourage myself and all the viewers out there to say, let us, let us try to become closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Perhaps we can improve on our salah, we can improve on so many other things. And believe me, you have to understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's solution starts from that particular point. So that's point number one. Thereafter, once we've actually tried to improve ourselves and so on, uh, we must also reach out in whatever way we can. So those who are perhaps sitting you know, in positions of authority would have a little bit more to do when it comes to uh, stopping the suffering of those who are suffering. Uh, they would be able to reach out in a far bigger way. But the the, the, the average Muslim out there, I think we've all reached a point of uh, helplessness, not hopelessness, we, we, we never become hopeless, but we've got, we become helpless. Helpless in the sense that we, we realize that the only one who can actually help is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There comes a stage, and there has come a stage, I know, I'm following very, very closely what's going on in, in Halab. And at the same time, I, I definitely do uh, realize that every human being who has a heart, would actually feel that this is totally unacceptable. We'd love to see a stop to this, and we'd love to see a solution to it. Sometimes, like I just said, we become so helpless. We've got to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Please, please raise your hands in dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't underestimate the power of dua. I've come across people who say, so you mean you're preaching that we've just got to make dua? that's not true, it's not just going to make du'a, du'a is something massive, it can change so much, I firmly believe that what's what's happening in terms of evacuations and so on, uh, is the direct result of the people's du'as and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so don't underestimate it, the people had almost nil in terms of, uh, you know, uh, hoping that this would be resolved in, in a specific way, and here comes... Uh, News of an evacuation which was a breather to every one of us. Uh, You know, I've spent sleepless nights on this and we've been asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala at the times that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has asked us uh, to, you know, or He's told us that these are the best times to call out to Allah, such as the time of Tahajjud, uh, which is a very, very blessed moment. How many of us have actually bothered to get up at that particular time of the day, uh, of, of the night, should I say, and and weep to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on behalf of all those who are struggling and suffering across the globe and, and, and do that for, uh, you know, continuously, like uh, for a long, long time. I think a lot of us are guilty of not doing enough when it comes to uh, making dua at the right time or getting uh, out of our little comfort zone. Uh, it's, it's okay to make dua after every salah if you want or within the salah or the qunut nazila which is also extremely powerful. It is actually a sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, this qunut and I encourage all the masajid across the globe to engage in qunut nazila as per the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If we are able to actually get out of our beddings at a time of the morning when everyone would love to sleep and we we are prepared to make wudu for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, fulfill uh, the voluntary prayer or the tahajjud at the time, cry to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I'm quite sure that a lot of us will be reassured and we would be feeling the the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That having been said, we need to reach deep, deep down into our pockets. And we need to give, and we need to give to the right cause, to the right people, to those who are genuine and legitimate, to those who will get what we want to get to the place we want to get it to. So you need to make sure who you're giving is actually legitimate, they are not fly-by-nights, and they are not people who will usurp or who will use it wrongly. And we need to then, uh, you know, give as much as we can because wallahi, what we are going through at the moment as an ummah is very, very sad. And I think it's the result of us uh, uh, disuniting, fragmenting, uh, calling each other names. And it's about time we learned lesson when it comes to this. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all ease and goodness. I mean, these are just a few points that I've touched on. But I'm sure there are so many other points that we could actually... Uh, benefit from. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make things easy for us and may Allah bless you guys for having raised the awareness. Barakallahu feekum.
1: One, one question, uh, to, uh to We just have one question. It's um, coming to some of the questions that we usually have in the season. To so it's something that maybe inshallah you could answer. Is that this concept of rahmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, is something that many, many people now, alhamdulillah, are seeing or witnessing. How does rahmah play out in this for those people who don't understand the mercy of Allah subhanahu
0: wa ta'ala. Sorry, I didn't hear you so clearly. Could you just say the last part
1: again? How does the concept of Rahmah, uh, how is it understood? Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here is trying people, and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is bringing them mercy.
0: I think what we need to know is Allah is Rahman Rahim, uh, no matter what. So sometimes when we see a situation as a conflict, Yes, it hurts us and we should be doing whatever we can to try and help them. But when Allah knows that it's better for them to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to enter into the jinan and to enter into paradise and to go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, sometimes through His mercy He takes them away. Don't we, when we see people suffering, uh, perhaps when they're critically ill or when something has happened to them and they happen to be terminally ill, sometimes we say that, you know, they're now gone to the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, meaning they have passed away. So when a person passes away, it's not necessarily something that is uh, absolutely unacceptable. Sometimes that was in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the the point of mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He did not want them to suffer beyond that particular point. So that too could be part of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So sometimes when we see people suffering and struggling, yes, it is a test for all of us. Uh, Allah wants to see what we will do about it And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to see what they Or how they will react to that particular condition And the part of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Is He gives them a lot of strength And the strength that He gives them is also uh, a great gift Imagine uh, there are people who come from a conflict zone sometimes uh, The way they speak and the way they endure Is far more than us who are sitting in a comfort zone uh, We wouldn't be able to even tolerate a mosquito biting us Yet, yet when it comes to people who are in this type of a zone, uh, they, they become over a period of time uh, much more uh, tolerant to this type of, or should I say they, they take it in a different way uh, than we would. That is also part of the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So uh, we should never ever become despondent. We should never ever think that, you know, uh, that's it, that's the end and so on of the entire ummah. Allah is there and Allah knows why he is doing what he's doing. Trust him, trust him enough. He is definitely in total and absolute control. He allows things to happen. Some people say, well, you know, if Allah was so merciful, why does He allow this to happen? Well, I've just explained that sometimes it's the mercy of Allah. He wants to take people away because ultimately we're all going to go back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we would expect His mercy when we return to Him and we really believe that it's a better place that we're going to go to.
1: Jazakallah, Muslim, for your time. I'm just going to ask you one thing more, inshallah, if possible. Just give us a, a brief 10 seconds. What are some of the du'as that we should be saying uh, at night time? Is there any specific dua that we should be saying?
0: You know, there there are so many du'as that one could actually read. Uh, I, I think it's best if we would actually uh, learn them from a good source and, and take up so many of these ad'iyah. There is this qunut nazila uh, that we have, you know. Uh, and there are so many du'as that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam made. Allahu ma inna nashku ilayka wa wa ala you know, uh, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam himself complained regarding his uh, or regarding the. Uh, Uh, weakness of the the state of weakness. Uh, Yet he was not in a state of weakness. We are more in a state of weakness. And oh Allah, we are helpless. There is not much we can do. Ya Allah, we are waiting for your assistance, your help. And as much as we should be learning the du'as that are sunnah, sometimes for some of the people it's good to weep, even in the language that you know. You can weep in the English language. It's very, very powerful to actually cry to Allah using words that you've always wanted to actually say to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept all your words, your shaykh, and raise you in your rank, and put this in the nizam al-hasana. Barakallah
0: feek.
1: feek. alaykum,